Alrighty. Uh, okay, yes, yes, we're good, we're good. All right, welcome, welcome to Embassy Talks with M and J. Um, and Mike, who are you calling Ratchet? <laughs> Anyways, uh, what's up? So, um, how you been, Jay? Before we get get into the church announcements, how you been? <laughs> I'm good. I'm well rested. How are you? I'm good. I'm better. Um, so yeah, had migraines. Um, end of last week, and then I thought I was good this past weekend, and then uh, migraine came back for one last uh, one last blow. But I mean, it, it's nothing. It's nothing new. Um, yeah, I deal, I deal with this like every month, but it was, it was just more so like the shock of like, I thought I was done with this, but no, I'm, I'm better. I am better. I am going to prioritize sleep a little bit more. Um, I've been hydrating though. I've been doing better on that. So, but yeah, it is what it is. Uh, send a little button to go to sleep. <laughs> <Uh-oh>. <laughs> it every time. Uh, I agree. Cinnamon <laughs> <laughs> should have that. Um, but no. We good. Uh, oh, I actually do have a church announcement this time. So, um, I added some hoodies to the merch. Um, just for the embassy logo. If, for those of you listening, if you've gone on the site and you decide you want um, a hoodie for the No Perfects out here, uh, let me know. Uh, but I just, I did it for the logo because I was like, that really fits well on a hoodie. Uh, I don't know about the No Perfects, but I've been planning to do that anyway. So, this um, lovely No Perfects out here. <laughs> that shirt? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yes. The, the green screen hides the the point of it, but the bar is actually green. Like in a fighting game. Gamers know. Um, right. So. Uh, let's see. Do we have... Wait, wait, wait. I do have, I do have one more church announcement. An announcement. So, I reached the cosplay sub-goal. Um, so, I'll be streaming as 2B. Uh, with the curly fro, um, more than likely it'll be a week, but I'll be doing that probably next weekend is what I'm looking at. So, but appreciate all the subs. Um, if y'all follow me on Twitter, I like posted the tweet about it, but yeah, to be cosplay incoming. Um, and I might set up a goal for another one. Uh, yeah, I'll probably set up the goal for another one. It won't be so... I'll like make it make a little more sense, but the goal will probably be like 10 or 20. Um, and it'll be for Shigo. Uh, plan on Ooh. cosplaying as her during the month of October. And I already got the stuff for Raven, so I'm not going to do a goal for that. But there, I might pull it up and be like, do, do we want a return of Raven since I cosplayed as her last year for Halloween? So. While playing a scary game. So. I like that Shigo uh, one, though. Yes. Cool. And my braids will be taken down, so it'll be my natural hair. 
by that time. So, <laughs> um, okay, I think that's it for church announcements on my end. You got anything? Um, for me, no. It's been really quiet. <laughs> I need to get back into streaming some more. I really do. Right now, it's just been only. <laughs> see talks on Tuesdays. I, um, I did see your post and I was like, why your your channel is so dry and ashy. <laughs> yeah. Oh, you're on the Twitter? I yes. Like, I, I give to represent your channel. I was like, it's, it's thirsty. I don't hydrate it. I like sis is out here dying. Uh, yeah, I'm like, I definitely went through a lot of games today. Uh, that were very good suggestions. So I'm going to uh, off stream. So I do have another, hopefully I'm negative. So I, uh, it'll only just be two more days at home in self quarantine. Uh, but yeah, so I just have two more days so I can go through different games just to see which ones were like actually good for me to play. Cause we finally narrowed down what I'm actually better at Shooters nice. are not my thing whatsoever. <laughs> I knew that, but yeah. So hopefully more streams on the way. Hopefully, cool. I'm gonna do something for. I want. I know I want to do something for Halloween. I just don't know what. Like not that day, but just around that time. But yeah. Okay. Nice, nice. So you already here first. Jay's getting back to streaming. Um. <laughs> right. I said it. Y'all caught me on seven twenty. <laughs> 723 uh, 30 FPS currently because this damn laptop is acting like it's 10 years old instead of 1 year old but yeah alright um hey what up Yen? we were just well we weren't talking about you per se my bad um so that was What's up, Ian? How are you? <laughs> uh, we weren't talking about you. It was just that we were, we were saying that Jada's uh, streams are currently dry and ashy, and they need hydration. Um. Okay. So let's go ahead and get into it. I figure you appreciate that. Um. So, let's talk about Germany. Who, if you remember on, um, really, it's been a week since you haven't streamed? Interesting. But, uh, oh, sorry. But yeah, um, <laughs> so if you remember from a few weeks ago, we were talking about Germany, Germany's relationship with the U.S. Because, um, they're actually having elections. They had their elections. Um, Angela Merkel stepping down as chancellor. So, uh, what happened in the elections were was interesting. So Germany's left-leaning uh, Social Democratic Party won the the majority of seats in the country, in the country's federal election. Um, but it'll be we're basically still waiting to see who the new chancellor is going to be. We don't know the makeup of the new government yet. So, um, and for reference, the Social Democratic Party is not uh, Angela Merkel's party. Her party was the Christian Democratic Union. Uh, which is center right, think like our, uh, the U.S.'s moderates, um, compared to the Social Democratic Party, which would be like your Progressive Caucus, you got the Bernies, your AOCs, and stuff like that. 
Um, so, uh, the Christian Democratic Union lost their majority. Um, we don't know who's going to be ch chancellor. It might be, um, it, it might be, I knew I should have written down his name, but, um, it might be Merkel's, uh, uh, pick, um, Olaf, I can't remember his name off the top of my head, but it might be him. It might not be him. So it's like a, we'll see. Germany kind of has to figure it out. What this does mean is that the extreme right, um, party, uh, in Germany didn't really gain traction. Like, be, even though Angela or, uh, Merkel's party didn't win, the far right didn't win either. So like there's, you know, some small victories. Um, but it, it's also going to be interesting because the social Democrat party, uh, has the majority now, even though it's a slim majority, uh, but they do have the majority. It's going to be interesting to see what their agenda is going to be. Um, so yeah, that is how that rolled out. I think we over here, and by we, I mean the establishment, um, over here in the U.S. was expecting uh, Merkel's party to just squeak it, squeak out a win, um, and Merkel's, Merkel's successor would be of her party, but that doesn't look like to be the case. So there is that. Um, even Biden said that was a uh, that that was a uh, he said something like that was a hell of an election, or I wasn't expecting that, or something to that effect. But yeah, um, what's your thoughts, Jaden? Germany. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's interesting to say the least, just because uh, I guess it's not the main thing is that it didn't go completely uh, like conservative, more right, more like conservative right wing uh, all the way. Uh, but it is just kind of like something to watch just because I I didn't even really look into more of the um, Social Democratic Party for that. So it's just kind of like something new and more information to look into and seeing how since we were having such little rough relations, <laughs> how that's going to play with now um, and how we'll be able to do our, oh Lord, I am... Eight bits. Oh, oh, yes, you are. <laughs> my mouse won't move over to another screen. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> All right, we okay. okay. There we go. Yeah, but uh, since we, but like I said, since uh, any with any election, it always takes time for the new administration to take over, start. Uh, implementing different things so there is still that narrow window gap <laughs> where like things too go wrong uh or them to implement really anything this is germany this is like a very i don't interesting is like the worst word to use but it is it's just like it's just something watching happen right before your eyes then it's something that really i've never taken notice of before uh, so it's kind of, I just want to see like how this all plays out at this point. So it's like new for me. 
See, and then like, uh, and it was not as expected because at this point it was kind of a how politics are now, things can go anyway. So it really was just kind of like a what's going to happen moment, even though like you never know. So yeah. Yeah. Oh, what happened? Oh. Oh, hey, Abby. No, you're not super late. Hey, Jay. So what happened, real quick, I had to, like, uh, log log out and log in, and I was just like, I don't know if the alert's gonna go out. And Stream Elements is... Oh, wait, my timer's working. So, um, but Stream Elements was late. Uh, I realized because I updated OBS uh, that I had to, like, log out and log in. I forgot to do that before going live, and I went live, and that happened. Um... <laughs> So, that might have been me slash OBS that time, not necessarily Twitch. Uh, but yes, how are y'all doing? Welcome. Um, but yeah, like you said, it's really interesting. Y'all didn't miss much. We were, we were talking about Germany. Um, and to brief recap, uh, I got hoodies on sale now uh, <laughs> at my store. Um, but to your point, it is going to be interesting, especially because there's still like a far right um faction rising not necessarily in germany but just like in other european countries and i, and I believe there's a far-right candidate uh challenging uh emmanuel macron of, fan, of france right now so it's not that it's gone away it's still there it's just that germany has been our most consistent and one of the strongest allies uh ever since merkel has i mean even before merkel but like but you know like we said before like even before merkel even before she came into power as chancellor Germany has been like one of our biggest, not biggest, but like strongest, uh, most consistent allies um, since they denazified uh, their country after World War II. Um, you know, before that, they were inspired for the wrong reasons. But after that, like we're, we're trying to get on the right track. So yeah, so it's just interesting to see how this is going to play out. Um, I don't have a crystal ball for how this is going to roll out, but... It's just going to be interesting to see overall. Uh, I know he had any more on that one, Jade. Oh, I'll try Germany. <laughs> that was a bad term, actually. <laughs> I, can't, I can't roll it now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But yeah, all right. So going back to revisiting our segment that I didn't think I'd have to revisit, but I don't know why I'm surprised. Um, Democrat got tatorship. I got it. Uh, <laughs> all right. So here, here's what's going on, and this is basically for us. This is all of us. Uh, so Congress, good old Congress here. Um, they have been continuing to haggle over raising the debt ceiling, which is currently attached to the government funding bill that funds all the government agencies, most of the government agencies, um, cause some of them are, have special, uh, funding through the executive branch. I'm not hating. I'm just saying I, I kind of want to, I, I thought I wanted to work there, but then I was like, maybe not. But at any rate, um, <laughs> But a lot of government agencies are tied to this as well. So um, to give y'all a little back backstory, what happens 
uh, every fiscal year is that um, at the end of September, September 30th, uh, government funding for a lot of agencies runs out uh, and they have to get more money for Congress by October 1st or it's shut down. Uh, that's what a government shutdown is. But um, the, fit, the year for government agencies is from October 1st to September 30th. That's how their year runs. Um, so, and this happens every year. Uh, it's like, I'm so used to it now, but, um, <laughs> basically, uh, what's going to happen is that, um, Speaker Pelosi is supposed to, I don't know if she did earlier today. Um, I should have been checking on that, but I was just like chilling in streams. Um, but Speaker Pelosi is, uh, planning or was planning to introduce a, de a decoupling bill that, uh, gives the stopgap bill, which funds us for a little bit, usually till like December, Christmas time. Um, so they can haggle more over like, you know, the actual amount and whatever, or whatever riders they have on the bill. Um, decouple that from the debt ceiling, um, which is kind of a bigger issue, uh, at hand and, you know, probably shouldn't be attached to it anyway, but, um, and so if Congress, so the two things are going to happen. If Congress doesn't reach a resolution on government funding, by the end of this week, uh, we're going to go into a government shutdown. And if they don't reach a resolution on the debt ceiling by October 18th, uh, the U.S. government would run out of money. Just flat out. Um, so, the issue that has come with this, aside from your regular regular politics up here, um, which, I mean, it's a lot of that. But basically, Republicans have decided to sink their, to sink their toes in and say... No, we're not raising the debt ceiling because we're spending too much. Um, to which Democrats could and should say, like, it's y'all's fault for all these damn tax cuts for the past four or five years. Um, that's what kind of contributed to the debt. So, uh, but Republicans want to play fiscally conservative again, um, which they pick and choose when they want to do that. Uh, but Republicans want to play fiscally conservative and say that they don't want to raise the debt ceiling and they also want to like basically strategically do it so that all the blame falls on the Democrats even though all of us can see that like Republicans are the ones like sinking their toes in although there's a little bit of haggling from the progressive caucus as well um I think that goes more so in the to the infrastructure bill I haven't seen anything on the debt ceiling um or government uh funding uh, itself or generally but yeah so um and then it's also this guy's fault I'm pretty sure he has something to do with it I know he I know he's like convincing people to not vote but if y'all don't know who that is it's Mitch McConnell my my interpretation of Mitch McConnell because he's a turtle conveniently sticking his head out when he wants to anyway um a million years old <laughs> uh so I might, I might have a donut goal if that happens. I'm, I'm playing. Um, I'm, I'm playing. Uh, cause I, I, I do feel like it's not, first of all, I'm so used to it. Um, that's kind of sad how used to it I am. Um, but because of that, but also because like, um, I have a feeling that Biden is not this dig your toes in the sand type of guy and will like hold out for 35 days. Uh, so I'm not, eh, it, it, at this point it'd be what it'd be. What are your thoughts, Jaded? <laughs> I 
So the main thing, like, that's important to remember with this too, is that the last time we had the government shut down uh, back in 2018, in the 2018 until uh, the beginning of 2019, that was only a partial government shutdown. So like for this one, they were saying that it might be a full shutdown uh, since they haven't passed any of the uh, funding bills at this time yet. So like that was that would be a whole major difference with it. But like you said, that um, I don't feel like Biden would, like you said, drag his feet for this one and try to be like no, like no, they're they're going to make because former administration, of course, didn't believe in uh, compromises. <laughs> I feel like this one does more, uh, just that way they can keep the economy going, they keep the uh, they keep the country running. But then also with it, even if there is a shutdown for a, a portion of time that certain government agencies always will keep running, so like uh, border, like especially, and that's actually a major one right now, like the border protection, just because of what's in light of what's going on at the borders currently. Uh, so that would still be funded uh, prior, anything for um, air traffic control, of course, uh, law enforcement always funded uh and making sure that the power grid's up and running but everything else is kind of like we don't know yeah <laughs> uh which kind of sucks <laughs> like um some of these other uh government agencies and different factions that they, they, they need their funding. <laughs> you, need to, you need the country to keep working and keep going. Uh, and especially just because we're already behind on certain uh, and other departments currently still. Sorry, that was my PlayStation controller. <laughs> but we're behind, like, even the IRS. They're still behind on taxes, like, from two years ago. Like, giving refunds, things like that. So, it's Hey, y'all, they <laughs> want to play this game where, hey, let's point the finger. We don't want to give out any more money, but if we do do something, we want to point the finger at these people to blame them instead. But yet it's all happening in front of us. So how are you going to say, let's point the finger at the Democrat? Right. When I see you pointing your finger at them, so that way we can point our fingers at them too. It's like, no, 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 it doesn't work like that. Uh... It's just like, it's just politics are so messy and sneaky. Uh, and I'm not sure, because I was trying to check to see if Nancy Pelosi uh, made a statement about it yet. I wasn't finding it. Uh, but yeah, it's just at this point, it's everything's just like up in the air. And it's it changes hour by hour, really. So it's just kind of like a constant, oh, like whatever happened yesterday isn't happening today. Uh, but little turtleneck needs to get it together <laughs> and uh now is on all these times to to act like himself <laughs> it's not one of those times <laughs> but it yeah. is not um <laughs> uh, okay we are going to i wish i could roll it at i wonder if i can roll it at offline so we're gonna take a quick break because uh encoding is overloading again so i'm just gonna say fuck it do do this thing at 60 fps and keep it moving 
Um, uh, no, I think I fixed it. Hey! Let's see. He didn't say we good, we good. Oh, goodness. Uh, okay, good. Thank y'all for sticking with us. <laughs> right? Whew. There we go. <laughs> Lord. Better. With all this, I I can work a career in IT, right? Yes. From home, preferably. <laughs> Phew. I don't know. Well, good news. At least my streams are safe, so I can just like lump in the videos together. Um. Slice <laughs> <laughs> that. Oh my gosh. Okay, we here. We lie. Technically, anything can be difficult. Um. Okay. Let me pull up my notes. I think we were pretty much done with Congress. Congress. Uh. I don't know if you had anything else to add to that. If you were thinking of anything else for Turtle Man. Right. <laughs> I don't have nothing else for that. <laughs> or just not turtle enough to get into the turtle pub, so no. Right? Or just in generally about the debt ceiling and all of that. Uh, just like hopefully that it's nothing like what happened two years ago. Uh, yeah, hopefully it's nothing like what happened two years ago because it would, if it's a total shutdown, that's a whole different ball game. Uh, and yeah. Because I know firsthand, because I at the time, was it then? Yeah, uh, when people were getting furloughed and things like that, I worked in customer service still. So it was just mm -hmm. like, and I worked at a, for my client was a credit card company. Uh, and a lot of people who couldn't pay their bills and they're just calling. And we had like a whole special program for them specifically because they're like, I can't pay my credit card bills. Right. Like, why? They're like, oh, were you laid off? Were you this? They're like, I'm on furlough. It's like, oh. I'm on furlough indefinitely <laughs> until they get their shit <laughs> right? together. Right? So they're like, we don't know what's going on. They're like, um, yeah, so we're just going to forgive your debt. <laughs> like, it's, mm -hmm. it, you're good. You're good. It's like, thank you. Yeah. <laughs> like, um. so, so I know, like, how hard that stuff hits because the amount of calls I got like that on a daily basis. So it's just like, uh, hopefully they have their shit together this time. Uh, it won't come to that. And even if it does, it won't be for the extent of time. Yeah. That was like, that lasted like what, almost a month? 35 days. So, not that I was counting, but 35 days. <laughs> a whole 35. Yes. Not 34, not 36, 35. <laughs> uh, but um, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Listen, if that does happen, um, and we're in that situation again, just just get used to seeing a lot more of me. Um, <laughs> there may be more dono goals. Right. If if that does happen, then and especially because it's winter time, it's hoodie season, y'all. Don't steal your boyfriend's hoodie. Just go ahead and go to EmpireMuseMerch dot com. Junior hoodie, Embassy Talks. Get you a t shirt. Uh, cause yeah, we can't have our girl being followed. <laughs> <laughs> it's what we won't do <laughs> oh my gosh 
Uh, I saw that one coming. I saw that one coming. <laughs> That's still the girlfriends. That's, they're typically they're gonna be too small. You can probably fit yours though, Hen. Um. Not, and I'm not looking down on you still in your your partner city. I, I still do vouch for that because it's just something about them. They're comfortable. Like, it's the best. It is the best. I'm gonna get my partner to just wear my hoodie so that way I'm like, so I can feel like I'm stealing his hoodie. <laughs> like, please wear mine so that I can take it. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, so another thing, what was I gonna say? Another thing, quick aside before we continue. Um, so apparently with OBS, uh, with their update, they had a new encoder. And they crapped out on the other one. That's why we kept getting frozen. Um, I did do some other stuff like rescaling the output and all that. Um, mm -hmm. So hopefully it doesn't look too wonky. Uh, it didn't look like it. It was too wonky when I like checked um, just to make sure we were like still stable. But yeah, that is a uh, that was a hold up because even with the rescaling I did before, um, it just didn't it just did not do um and I think I started no I think I put it at 60 at first um but then I did try 30 uh FPS and then I went back to 60 it was a lot of touch and go the point is OB OBS with your updates just release a patch note to your users uh to say switch the encoder for future reference instead of yeah. like pushing us to try it um and this is why I'm always afraid to update <laughs> uh, do you want to update? No. <laughs> no. I do not want to update. Uh, uh, and I did update because I was like, sure, it'll make it better, right? No. Eh. I mean, probably, but, you know. Alright. Um, Alright, back to your daily schedule program. So, uh, we kind of wrapped up with Congress and the debt ceiling. Um, once again, just to wrap it up, Republicans are, are playing keep away um, basically with the votes, just because they want to play fiscally conservative again. Uh, and they, they, they want the fallout with what, with how, how it happened with Trump to happen with Democrats, but that's not the same because it's not the same situation. So, um, but generally Congress gets your shit together, just like generally, just not, not even with this, with this too, but just generally. Um, cause they've had, they have a whole record of having like the lowest approval rating. I don't think I, I've seen their approval rating above 20%, maybe 25. That's pushing it. <laughs> yeah. It's rough. Okay. So moving on, uh, let's talk about, uh, Afghanistan update on them. Um, which Jay will take the lead on because uh, some things are more sensitive than others. But it's this is like more straightforward. But I will let Jay yeah. take the lead on this. <laughs> <laughs> so with Afghanistan, because uh, as we know, a lot's going on over there. Uh, but in the wake of the mass evacuation, uh, a couple different things have been happening. Uh, period over there. So with the Taliban government. They're, one of the first things is that they're actually asking that commercial airliners come back uh, and 
So that way they can open up international flights again. So, so flights going from Afghanistan. Uh, and they're stating that like some of the prior issues that they were having at the Kabul airport are resolved because during that mass evacuation, a lot of it was damaged. Uh, so they actually, uh, with the assistance of uh, Qatar and Turkey, they were able to reopen the uh, airport. At this point, the only thing that was coming out of the airport was for uh, relief efforts, but there were no commercial air flight. There were no commercial flights going in and out. But uh, now they're wanting to have those flights coming back, which is kind of like, yeah, no, <laughs> no, I, I don't, I don't, I, yeah, no, who, I don't know who thought that that, that, that was going to happen, but yeah, no. Um, and it's just it's so weird and bizarre because each story I kind of read about what's going on got more and more bizarre and it got more millennial which is the craziest mixture realistically like political and millennial at the same time Uh, because also and this was like straight on CNN that they were reporting on this that uh, barbers in Afghanistan so people who are still living there who weren't able to leave uh, so everybody who's still there now barbers are prohibited from shaving off beards and playing music so when they go get a haircut they are not to have their men are not to have their beards shaved off uh, they are not allowed to play music in the barbershops at this point anymore uh, so again it's just like one of those kind of bizarre things that they're living with like this is what's going on in the day-to-day um even like public bathhouses they can't do any of so basically no shaving what's not shaving period but shaving of beards whatsoever uh no music no like public music of that sort going on uh and then also and this one kind of took the cake for me and this is where it brings in that whole millennial aspect uh the taliban asked their soldiers to not take selfies because they are taking a mass amount of selfies and just like posting up and like a typical millennial would just taking pictures constantly um yeah instead of doing like instead of doing their job uh yeah they're like getting caught taking selfies and they're getting in trouble for it now they're telling them hey stop go patrol so it's like it's like the weirdest assortment of things going on there because one we all seen what happened on the news and like uh the evacuation and the uh, downfall of the government things like that but other things that are just it life went on but like some aspects are so normal where like the selfie thing that's something that happens here that's just so normal but then you have uh but then like at this point now uh afghan girls and uh women uh are not allowed to uh resume their uh, school so they can't go to school at this point right now so Mm. like that's just stop yeah even though they said (laughs) They promised that the women could still be allowed to study, but they're not allowed. Uh, but they did call the boys back to school again. So it's just like the life. It's, this is more like a life update of what's going on. Uh, it's a lot. Like, it's just so strange. And 
I think it's just because in our lifetime, we haven't seen anything like that to this point. Like, again, when we touched on it last time, and we were saying how we were at the age where we saw when, like, uh, 9-11, things like that happened. So we've seen this thing from beginning to end, and then now we're watching the results of leaving and seeing what's actually going on uh, post-Western help. And it's just kind of like, hmm. oh, and then also their banks are uh, closing down because since they're not getting any uh, international funding, their banks are actually collapsing because uh, they're having more money coming out than coming in because they're getting no money coming in at this point. So it's just, yeah, their banks are failing. So it's, like, it's just like kind of one thing after another, like it's just piling up and happening. So, yeah. Uh, after. Afghanistan is, uh, they're going through it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I did see where they, um, where they, like, told the, the, <clears throat> the young women and the girls to not go to school anymore. I did see that. Um, the beard thing, I'm not too surprised by it because, um, and knowing what I knew about the Taliban before they, they were big believers in not shaming your beard. I was, I am surprised by the music. That's, I wasn't expecting them to be like, yeah, don't play music either on the streets. Um, so now that's interesting. Cause like now I'm thinking like, oh, so is that why the Taliban met, met with China earlier? Um, because not only is China, um, well, not only does China have access to like military grade weapons, um, not that they really need it cause they, uh, when the citizens kind of fled, they kind of left their weapons that we provided them. So they have that, but China's also like becoming, um, well, they kind of are an economic powerhouse in that region. So, um, and they have their own regional, uh, funding or, uh, banking, what would you call it? Banking organization. Um, so now I'm wondering if like, that's basically going to be their flow of uh, resources and funds if needed. But seeing as how their banks are currently collapsing, that's just interesting. I feel like they're going to lean on China quite a bit at this point. Yes, and then even leaning on China, you kind of have to wonder because as much as they can be an ally to them in like some respect, at the end of the day, uh, you don't win wars by the, the amount of manpower you have. You win wars with money. Uh, they have nothing to supply them with and no promise of like anything that they get paid back that money or any way of whatever type because that's what countries do, period. They loan, they loan money to each other to stabilize their economy. Uh, so there won't be really be a promise of like what they can give to them because the last time the Taliban were in power was in 96. So it was just like, and it wasn't for like a long span of time. It was only a couple of years, like what, four or five years that they were actually in power. Uh, at that point they were not. So that already shows that it's not a stable partnership to where they're going to back them and put all this money up. But it's like, you, yeah, they're having, eventually they're going to end up having to think about it as like we're not going to get see that return uh no matter what because they can promise a lot of things they can say that they're going to do a lot of things if it came to uh some type of war or anything like that 
or uh, other nations around them because a lot of times it comes down to like oil and things like that within the region. But if they can't follow through, then that funding is going to go away quickly. And China don't play about their money. <laughs> they do not. So. Yeah. Although, although, side note, remember when, <laughs> I don't know if your teachers ever told you this, but remember when you were like in elementary and middle school um, and, um, well, at least this happened to me, um, my teachers would be like, yeah, we're in China's pocket. We're going to eventually have to pay them back or they're going to take over and, uh, you know, we're going to have to, um, which I, I now understand came from like Republican uh, scare tactics and propaganda, um, but it's just more so like, yeah, and, you know, they're going to come here and take over and we're probably going to have to start learning Chinese. And I'm like, what? Also, that's kind of scary to tell a, a child um, just randomly off the cuff because of you're on one of your rants. But also, <laughs> um, sorry, it was just more so like, that was funny uh, because it still hasn't happened. We we still haven't been taken over. Um but China does want their money. They will get it. Just in, just not in a hostile takeover where they're going to invade much like we did. Um, yeah. I think they're beyond that. They they can get it in other ways. And they have. Because there, is, there are certain things, like there are certain organizations, like the NBA, for example, I think WWE, um, who have business partnerships with China and therefore can't really say uh anything really negative or they can't even recognize what's going on in hong kong uh with their protests or recognize uh recognize taiwan as, as its own independent country so there are like there are like things like that it's like very geopolitical dip diplomatic things not like hostile takeover things that was just an aside yeah. um that was funny hi spec hi moon um <laughs> uh yes that escalated quickly um yeah, I had teachers like legit tell us that though. Did you did you ever have that? <laughs> no, well, no, because I think I was fortunate enough to uh, grow up in a very blue state, uh... and then when I moved down to the south, I had a very <laughs> uh, <laughs> black teachers. <laughs> so it was just like a <laughs> yeah. Know? That was not my experience. Um, <laughs> it was neither blue nor black. <laughs> Um, like, this is how it is for me. Like, that's how that's the conversation we got. <laughs> uh, um, yeah, yeah. But it's definitely it's definitely gonna be interesting. Um, I and I don't know. It's like I don't know if the Taliban was planning this far for it. The, like plan this far ahead so like I don't know what they have in store or what they are planning because if we go on the theory of like um them kind of leaning on China financially and them being in China's pocket when you know the time inevitably comes that China wants to collect like they don't have the benefit of business deals with private organizations like we do to where it's not like it's not like a big takeover. It's just like, oh, we'll just do a business partnership with, you know, here and here and we won't go to war or nothing. Mm. 
I'm also curious. I, I don't think Turkey would be interested in helping them either, though. It's just it's it's a lot it's a lot that Afghanistan's gonna have to go through. It has their own problems, like so much. For the last couple of years, because I remember even when we were in Greece and we wanted to fly over to do like a day trip and go to Turkey, and they were like, "Oh, there's like you play uh." So, you know, um, like they have their own problems going on, but they did, but that was like the weird thing to hear that they did help with the, uh, airport though. It's, uh, that still baffles me that they're like, hey, we want to open up international travel as if this was like, as if it wasn't like a hostile takeover. Right. Like, it was just, like, a turn of power, like, peacefully. It's like, no! It's like, this was what? not, this was not a, an election that happened. There, The airport was closed for a reason. Thank you. Um, but, yeah, they're just like, hey, we want international flights so that people can go to work. And it's like, wait, what? First of all, you have, they literally have been telling women, like, some women, to just, you're not allowed to go back to work, period. So, it's like, uh, yeah, no? <laughs> Also, that kind of cuts like their um, foreign ministry spokesman. Uh, he had to come forward and was saying like, "Oh, like there are many of the uh, Afghan, Afghans, Afghani, Afghans, Afghan uh, for people, Afghani for things." Okay, so the many of the Afghans uh, were stranded, like just been stranded abroad in different countries, um, mm -hmm. not able to come back in. The ones who did want to come back. Uh, who were traveling for work or for school and things like that, uh, which I'm like, I, I I don't see a lot of people wanting to go back at this time. <laughs> no, <laughs> if I'm stuck in another country, but oh, oh well, <laughs> I'm stuck here, y'all. <laughs> right. Out. Um. But yes, yeah, like they really want airlines to come in. It's, I still don't get that. Uh, they're saying that, like, they're fully operational now, so they can, like, as if it's just, as, like, as if this was just a regular old Tuesday, they're just like, hey, okay, uh, come back in, guys, we're good. Um, yeah. Yeah, it's just, good. they want, uh, they want to assure that the IEA, the Islamic Emirate of Afghanistan, that's what they're calling the new government. Oh, that's what it's called uh, now, okay. But, yeah. To the IEA. Uh, so let, they're letting other countries know that, hey, we're fully operational. Um, we can have domestic and international flights come in. Uh, I don't see anybody wanting to come in. Uh, maybe come out, not come in. Maybe, uh, but like, maybe Saudi Arabia, <laughs> that's about it. Yeah, it's like just more countries that they're more, have uh, more things in line with. But yeah, it's just, it's bizarre over there. It's like not only through crisis, but it's just bizarre. Yeah. And it's the mentality of the thinking. And again, I don't see China funding them forever. Oh, it's no, like, definitely not forever. Because at this point, it's like, what, what, what are your other allies going to bring to the table? Because the only way you're going to do this is if you rob Peter to pay Paul. So. Basically. <laughs> um... And like, yeah. And the other thing on that, um, I'm going, <laughs> I'm going to go back to when you were like, they were, 
uh, they were prohibiting the soldiers from doing selfies, which I was like, there's a dark joke there. I'm not going to make it. But, um, but also like, I think it will be interesting to see, like, I mean, granted they're going to be raised in the same fashion with, you know, the same beliefs. And so like, it's going to be indoctrinated into them. However, that millennial aspect of a Taliban fighter slash, uh, member, which I mean, it's, well, I guess they're now the Islamic Emirate of Afghanistan, which is kind of interesting because they don't really follow all the tenets of Islam like that. Like, they, 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 they twist it and convert it into their own interpretation, but it's not like, I, I feel a lot of Muslims will say, like, that's not how we do things. Um, so I think it will be interesting because, like, um, you know, back when they were in power, uh, in the nineties, we didn't, we, we had had internet, but it was dial up and it wasn't as, uh, far reaching and broad as it is today. So I think it will be interesting to see like the kind of millennial aspect to it of like, will they take advantage of it or will that be more so their downfall but again, or at least for a time being. something to watch because it's crazy y'all <laughs> <laughs> but no it's just like yeah I feel bad for uh, all the women and the girls and having to stick through that Ooh. yeah for sure uh okay Moving on to Twitch Watch. Okay, cool. It's in the middle. Uh, moving on to our Twitch Watch. Look, <laughs> uh, uh, we restarted and reset the frame so many times I wasn't sure where it was. I had to make sure. <laughs> All right. So, um, ah, sorry, Nats. Um, news in the Twitch verse. Big, pretty big news in the Twitch verse. Uh, Twitch is releasing. A patch that allows creators to choose uh, who can chat uh, in their channels based on um, based on email and or phone verification. So the release date of that is TBD officially, uh, unofficially, according to a source. Um, it'll probably be tomorrow. Uh, there are exemptions for subscribers, VIPs, and mods. Um, so if like y'all didn't have. To, uh, 2FA, uh, the two-factor authentication, like, eh, y'all pretty much good. Um, but just for, like, regular degular, I'm gonna follow you, um, like, or just regular degular, degular followers, like, it's, uh, it's kind of a must. They kind of have to, uh, verify through their email, uh, email or phone. Um, there is also something, uh, that was kind of interesting that was observed today is that if you if you are banned from a channel um and you make an alternate account uh your alternate account can't chat in that banned channel even though you made that even though you made a totally different name uh if you use the same email to make that alternate account uh you can't chat in there because your other or your primary account let's call that your primary account was banned, so your alternate account can't chat in there either. 
uh, unless your primary account gets unbanned. So, um, yeah, that was, uh, that was pretty interesting, I think. Um, so Twitch did something, or is doing something. Um, like I said, the official release date for that patch is TBD. Uh, and unofficially, I, it might be tomorrow or sometime this week, but it might be tomorrow. I heard tomorrow. So, um, what's your thoughts before I get into the TwitchCon? Because that's a whole conversation. Right. I was definitely going to say Twitch do better, but until you said, because I was going to bring up that thing with our mod chat, how uh, Instagram has a thing where if you block, block somebody, it says like you can block if they make another account and all that thing, things like that. It'll just block those automatically too, so they can't message you. But Twitch, for once, I don't have to say do better. Like y'all actually <laughs> did something. Thank you. Uh, like that's actually helpful because <laughs> a lot of people will harass, and uh, not even the people who do follow bots, but just normal a holes. Uh, when they like to harass people, because uh, we've had a couple of those within our community do that, where one person it's just be one person. Mm-hmm. If you ban them and they start making multiple accounts, but it's, it's usually like you can make them under the same email address. That way you don't have to do that extra switching. So it's good to know that like if for people like that and things like that, it'll just automatically like nope across the board, <laughs> all of it's gone. Like thank Twitch, you didn't have to do better this week. Like good job, <laughs> you did there. Good job. <laughs> you, I don't think you listen to everything, but you listen to something, so that's that's a step. <laughs> thank you. Yeah. <laughs> but it um, will be. I'm glad that they're um, definitely that. Because before, how just you have to have the settings for the whole uh, email verification. So it's nice that if you have those, that two factor set up already, that that can help allow real people rather than bots to be in your channel. So that's great and <laughs> much needed. Like, oh, I should have thought of that before. Great. Uh, I'm loving that a little update. Like, that's a good one. Yeah, so, yeah, I don't know why they didn't think about that before, especially because they already had the two-factor uh, authentication. Like, it was an option for us to use, like, for security. So I don't know why it was like, oh, you know what, let's expand it so that everybody needs to have two-factor authentication just to be here. Um, but I guess they thought that was too strict and like, because there are kids on here, um, cause you know, there are big games like Fortnite and Minecraft and all that. Uh, even though, no, wait, I don't think there's an age limit to actually be on here. I think you just have to be 13 to be chatting in a streamer. Is that right? Yeah. That right? Yeah. So. I think it's 13 to, yeah, to chat and like to actually stream with the parents' permission. Yeah. Yeah, but you do have kids who be lurking. So I, on that end, is like I get why they were probably like, eh, there are gonna be a lot of kids. It's gonna be for the kids. And when they saw grown people were, you know, kind of bearing the brunt of it, they were like, oh, oh, all right, sorry, kids. Um, <laughs> so not that matters. You can just use your parents' email address. Um, parents don't get mad at me. Uh, but <laughs> that's what I would do. Uh. But yeah, just like it, I I think that was an easy fix that probably should have already been in place. But at least you did it, Twitch. Um, hopefully the release date is tomorrow, because I would very much like to go ahead and set that, so I can like be a little bit more at peace when I hear my follow, um, follow alert go off. 
Um, so yeah. Uh, also TwitchCon. So it will be in Amsterdam first in July 2022, and it won't hit the U.S. till October, October 2022, in San Diego. Now there's a whole there was a whole conversational streamer Twitter about this um, before the patch release uh, update came out, but there's still a conversation about it, and just generally about like still supporting Twitch or still being on Twitch um, with everything that's happened and all that. Uh, before I get into that. Um, first off, are you going, Jaded? <laughs> Which one? And, um, yeah, I think those are my only questions. Are you going yeah. in which one? <laughs> I definitely want to go. Like, one, it's a good opportunity for networking and um, meeting with different companies and, like, growing as a streamer because I've heard a lot of feedback from people who've gone in the past saying that even if you're a smaller streamer, uh that like it's really beneficial if like you go in and you know what you want to do uh i would love to go to amsterdam <laughs> like no lie <laughs> i love that like that would be so fun uh but it'd probably be safe low-key it would probably be safer than the san diego one yeah. uh just because other countries have a better handle on covid um so oh. that one would probably be I wasn't even thinking about COVID. But yeah, you're right on that too. (laughs) My my head is always just like, uh, masks. How how we doing over there? (laughs) Uh, But yeah, it's like, they seem to have a handle. But if I couldn't swing that, I would definitely go to San Diego. Because again, it's like an opportunity uh, to grow, see things. And then even though Twitch, I tell Twitch to do better (laughs) every week. Um, I can still, I can still uh, see the benefits of going and like just expanding more. And it's different than other cons where other geeky and nerdy cons where you're going. But this is just Twitch specific. Twitch specific. Uh, so it's like everybody's a streamer, content creator, all those things. So that way, it's just kind of like you're seeing everybody people that you may know and it's not just a social event like i said there's business there's companies there you can talk with different people you can like meet different people you can interact and all kinds of stuff so i definitely want to try to go i'm probably going to put it on my calendars that way if it happens because at this point it's just like they're giving a month because they're not sure about like how life will go (laughs) next year Uh, which is smart that they're just saying they don't want like a fire festival. People show up and like, what's going on? <laughs> so yeah. Uh, but yeah. Okay. Interested. What about you? Um, I definitely want to go. Uh, I wonder if we can set up a table there. Um, but I'm gonna go and network my butt off. Uh, um, let's see. I I mean. Like you said, even though even though we've been on Twitch's ass to to do better, it's still one of those like it's one of those opportunities that I would like really want to take up and just um just experience uh just like meet other creators, meet other creators who look like look like us, cause like it's one thing to be in their chat and chill with them and like um you know kind of meet them that way, make friends that way. Um, and you know, you can chop it up on Discord, on their Discords too. Um, but just like that meeting in person, it's just like a a whole different feel. So, um, I, I'm excited. I, I definitely want to go. I am going to, 
I'm kind of going to wait to see how the world is going to pan out. Um, the Amsterdam one, I... Amsterdam would be fun to go to. But I just got to like think about funds and stuff. And I'm just like trying to think ahead in that sense. I was thinking about safety in San Diego because I was like... Whenever there's a big event and I really want to go, my head always goes to, uh, I don't, I don't want it to be on the news, uh, for a mass shooting. Um, oh yeah. That is the only thing I would be scared of, especially because like, it's a weird conundrum because, um, states like California and Illinois have strict gun laws, but you know, there are more shootings there. It's... And there's a whole, it, it, again, could be a whole podcast about, like, gun laws in the U.S. and, like, what was effective and what isn't. Um, but it's just one of those things, it's like, I, I did, crowds make me nervous. Um, so that's why I was more so like, Amsterdam would probably be safer. So, but they also be safer, safer with COVID protocols as well, I feel like. So, um, that said, I still really want to go. One, Amsterdam is on my list of places to go. Uh, so, like, it's, that would just be fun. That would be, like, a work-slash-fun trip. Like, I'm going for business and pleasure. Uh, going for San Diego would be, like, more businessy, just because I'm like, no, I'm going in with the mentality I'm about to network. <laughs> you know? Yeah. It's a fun trip, yes, but if I wanted to just have fun, we, we all, like, we meet up and go to have dinner. That's that's our fun time right uh, if more people want to join in and come and visit us and like and like we do social stuff that's fun time uh but if you go to twitch time that is me grinding time <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> like yeah that is me putting in effort to print out business cards with my logo where the mess out of it's october so it's not that cold there but Wear your, wear your own merch, like right. All the time. Like, yeah, like you know. Hey, we will. Just saying. <laughs> but um, yeah. Oh, so going back to the conversation. So streamer Twitter, when this first released, it was before the patch. Um, that you know, before Twitch released this patch. So on the surface, it looked very much like Twitch was being toned up again and not addressing, like, the hate raids because, again, like, people, um, like, the week before were getting swatted. So it looked like Twitch wasn't addressing it. So people were kind of up in arms and being like, um, I don't know, I don't know how uh, I can even think about going to TwitchCon when all this is happening. Twitch obviously doesn't care about black and marginalized creator creators. Uh, why bother? Um, people on the other side were pretty much like what you and I said is like, yeah, we're on Twitch's ass, but you know, it's still a good opportunity to go and network. And it's one of those things of, again, not putting all your eggs into, um, one, one site's basket. So I'm not saying the people who are like heavily, heavily criticizing this and criticizing TwitchCon and um, being like, why bother when it's not for us? I'm not saying that they're just solely invested in Twitch per se. What I am saying is that um, I feel I feel like it's more so an opportunity to be like branch out to kind of figure out where your niche is and to 
curate that for different social media sites like um, curate your clips for Instagram and then curate a different one for TikTok and then curate a different one for YouTube and like grow that way so that when you are able to you can take you can take your money and your following and move to one of those platforms if Twitch is just really on this bullshit um, or if you get paid more whichever one comes first um, <laughs> But there was there was this big debate about like it it's kinda like it's kinda like the debate of um let's see, how do I put this? It's kinda the debate of like do we want to really integrate versus do we want just equal equal rights but keep to ourselves? It kinda reminded me of that. Um but it was a very I mean, and this debate has been well, the Twitch one, uh, it's kind of done, died down a little bit. I still see a couple of tweets that are like very against it, but it's kind of, it's kind of the age old debate of like, they're not for me. So why bother? Um, versus they're not for me, but I'm going to use them until I can't anymore for my benefit. Um, typically personally, I, I am of the latter. Whereas like, yeah, I know you're probably not for me, but you can still benefit me um, and I'm gonna use as much as I can until I just can't anymore or get tired or something even better comes along but yeah, um, yeah it kind of just reminded me of that it was a very it's a very split uh, reaction I would say um, but yeah you got any thoughts on that one? one it would be wonderful if uh there was a platformer there was a platform made specifically to support uh others that are more marginalized within twitch that would be great but like i said there's not at this moment and or at least the, there's not one that's popular at this moment uh so it's kind of like i'm gonna you for what you got first <laughs> like i can i can use this as a step anything like you use this as a stepping stone <laughs> Uh, to help you grow and get what you need and have your bags always packed. Have a little nest egg ready. So that way, oh, I ate it. Uh, but have like a little nest egg ready. So that way, if need be, like you said, you're able to uh, have your community set up. You're able to have those people that will, will follow you over to a new platform. Uh, you have your your all your content with you that you can take with you to bring over to showcase yourself to bring in new uh, people to your community. So that way, it's not just you starting over. You already have you established something. Like I said uh, so. Yeah, it's just I, I would love if we had something of our own, but we don't. So you work with what you got for the moment, and uh, until things either get better or something else comes along that works better for your benefit uh, yeah <laughs> yeah um yeah that's pretty much where I stand uh as well also as well um I feel like I had another thought uh da, 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 da. maybe not maybe not if I did it escape, but um, all I have to say, I'm 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 definitely more I'm more than likely gonna 
try to get to TwitchCon one way or the other. Uh, Amsterdam would be cool. Uh, San Diego seems more feasible. Um, I'm gonna get over the crowded thing because I've I've done it before. So, um, but all that to say, oh, that's what I was gonna say. Um, I feel like I mean. As much as it would be nice to be like, because I know people would be like, oh, well, why not make your own? Um, that takes a lot. Uh, it, it takes a lot. It's one thing to make your own thing starting out with like a podcast and then growing into that and then growing to your own uh, media company. That's actually, I'm not saying it's easy, but for me, that's a little more realistic than building your own website for streaming. And having all that money and support to support millions upon millions of creators. Um, so, yeah. And I'm not saying, like, people are saying, like, oh, go make your own. Oh, some people are. Um, but the general public is not saying, like, go make your own. It's just more so, like, yeah, it's not feasible for one person or even a small group. Um it's at least not someone who's like us who are balancing like real real or not real jobs but like nine to five jobs um or even just like who might be streaming for full time but like don't have the well wherewithal to even start up a company like that because startups were a big thing in the early 2010s and a lot of them um to my knowledge, kind of burned. I could be wrong, but yeah, to my knowledge, that didn't, the startup age didn't go over too, too well for a lot of them. So there's that. Uh, all right. Got anything for the Just Don't Care segment? Um, <laughs> no, people aren't acting up this week. Yeah, I didn't really see anything either. Yeah, I was like, like nothing just perusing and like what's happening in the world like people are kind of just they acting right a little bit just a little bit yeah uh the funny part one that would be it's like kind of just doesn't care but uh the fact that uh, ted cruz is pretending to care is really funny to me about the he's like a part of the free did you know he's part of the free britney movement i knew that um not desantis uh matt gates i knew that he was i didn't know ted cruz was (laughs) yeah uh, apparently ted cruz is and he's like advocating for her and i'm like the ted same ted cruz maybe he's a maybe he's a a britney fan maybe he's a britney fan (laughs) Like, sir, sir, <laughs> sir, where was all this caring before, sir? <laughs> um, but yeah, like, that's just, that was comical to me. I'm like, you do, you care? Oh, okay, I guess. <laughs> sure. <laughs> I, I, I guess I believe it. He's a, big, see. he's a big friend of Brittany. That's what it is. <laughs> right. <laughs> uh, they're probably like, hey, dad, while they were in Cancun together. <laughs> uh, right. Yeah. Now, <laughs> we love Brittany. Free her, but yeah. Oh, but that just made me laugh. Though, like when I read that, it's like, what? <laughs> 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 what in the world? What you talking about? <laughs> uh, but yeah. 
Yeah, yeah it is. Everybody's been acting pretty decent. So, yeah. Only thing that just don't care this week was uh, COVID ruining people's. That's it on personal note. It's <laughs> wedding. Well, the wedding went all fine. It ruined their honeymoon. Yeah, it ruined their honeymoon. <laughs> that sucks. That's <laughs> just like, good lord. <laughs> but yeah, that's that's the only thing that don't care. That that one doesn't care. Every day hasn't cared since it showed up. Nah. <laughs> so yeah. <laughs> Says I'm going to ruin your 2020 and your 2021. Maybe your 2022. We'll see. Right? Like maybe we'll see how you're acting. Like no. It's, our 2022 in America because other countries seem to oh yeah they figured it out yeah but also it's like cute. somehow they got their people to comply we man yeah <laughs> like when Australia they had this was like a couple weeks ago um they haven't had any cases like for a couple months and they had one person pop up with the uh, new variant case they shut the whole country down for three days and tracked everybody that they were with to make sure that they could test everybody and to make sure it did not spread before they were even going to decide to open the country back up like they weren't playing like they were like one case they had one case and they're like whole country (laughs) shut it down (laughs) so i'm like come on y'all do better if they could shut a whole country down for one case see that's where we we as a country messed up um we we are the descendants um us two black people but more so in a positive light but uh the the european those of from the european descent they were descended from rebels um they don't like following rules that's that's how we got here <laughs> they kind of pass that energy along <laughs> with other things so I I mean I see why we don't follow rules. Uh we we don't we don't have the discipline. We yeah. The founding fathers were that nice substitute teacher of like if you guys stay quiet, we can have a pizza party. Um and it works to an extent until you need that collectivism to kick in and be like, "Oh, well, I should do this because this other person might suffer and that would be bad." So, yeah, let's uh let's do that. No, no, no. We didn't get that. We, yeah. We might get that lesson now, but I mean, doubtful because people still be like, it's my right. So, yeah. America, freedom, bald eagles, <laughs> like, my eyes. Um, like, I don't think a lot of people understand some of their rights. Really funny. Uh, especially when it comes to private establishments uh, that make their own rules and regulations. So when they say, hey, you have to wear a mask in this establishment and they come in like restaurants uh, and they'll come in and they'll be like, well, I don't have to because I don't have to because I have a medical reason. And they say, okay, well, we have the right to refuse service. So we're refusing your service. And they get mad like, no, well, I can eat here. No, no, like they're a private establishment. So guess what? They make their own rules and regulations. They have to follow federal mandated ones that they are required to. But outside of that, it is up to their choice of other things that they do and how they run their business because it's a private business. So that therefore 
you have no rights. <laughs> None. So like, like they're enacting their right in order to establish their own, uh, to establish their own rules and regulations within that private uh, space. And it's just really funny that people think like uh, certain rights have to deal with like everyday things. It's like, no, it doesn't work like that. I don't know who taught you that, but no. I was like, it's the difference between going against somebody's uh, civil rights versus uh, a, a comfort level thing. It's like, yes. so, like, no. <laughs> it's, it's really funny. It's, it's comical. Very much so. But, um, yeah, other than that, nothing, nothing on the Just Don't Care segment. Um, so, weekly roundup. Um, first off, we picked up on this interesting story. Uh, South Korea is thinking of banning, uh, the consumption of dog meat, which I actually didn't know they did until I was in college and somebody told me, like, oh yeah, I tried it. It was okay. I was like, wait, oh, y'all act, oh, they actually, so that wasn't a racist trope that people kept telling me? Okay. <laughs> but yeah, um. Yeah, same. Never knew that was like a thing until later in life. And, uh, I understand that it is a cultural thing. Uh, because it's mainly for like that uh, some festival that goes on and I think it's about like also like controlling the population too mm -hmm. but it's like a million dogs that are eaten every year that's a lot and it's and it's just the videos that come out on like how mm. they're slaughtered and I think that's where more people take uh, the most issue with yeah it's just like how it's very 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 inhumane um it's just like ooh. but then uh with their current president uh, 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 uh what is his name is it moon jane um yes hey uh yes <laughs> he was asking their prime minister like hey so you know we can like we can just outright ban this just because we are in a new age where there are more activists uh, speaking up about it and saying like, hey, like, we shouldn't do this anymore. And before it was more of a cultural traditional thing where a lot of people weren't really uh, pushing back on it to where now, now it's more of a like, it's not just a small po a small pocket of people speaking out about it it's a larger movement and so and then plus the president himself is a dog lover Aww. so it's kind of like one of those things like we might actually be able to go ahead and just change this because and find alter and find alternative ways to take care of uh the stray population yeah because i i get i right i can't <laughs> i there's always, everybody has that line of, like, what animal they would stop at. And mine's, like, right there. Like, for some reason. I'll eat any kind of bird. I don't, I'll eat any bird. Uh, I might 
possibly like I don't know I would might possibly try horse meat maybe uh that just seems too like, tough I don't reason, know if I enjoy it see and then like you would think I wouldn't think that dog would be good just because they are not as meaty animals like, yeah they're more lean so I wouldn't think it would be like a good meat it would, yeah I was like me I'm like but then again goats are Goats are true. Tasty, so. True. Goats, goats and lambs are, yeah, they're good. They're the same size. Yeah, <laughs> but a body difference too because dogs, goats don't run and do certain things like dogs do to where how their bodies are. So I'm just like, yeah, it's a difference. Uh, I don't know. It's like just, yeah, I'll eat rabbit. I'll eat duck. <laughs> <laughs> I'll eat, but not Caesar and Titus. No, not not. <laughs> Not your dog babies. Um, yeah. Look, I know, I know, I keep joking. My spirit animals, Kirby, and I'll basically eat anything. Um, I mean, anything <laughs> that we typically see in American cuisine. Uh, I, I could not eat. I don't even think I could eat horse meat. I think that it just feels like it just seems like it wouldn't be good to me. Um, I think that would be my line. So, horse, and then onward to. Uh, the the puppies and kitties. I can't. I can't. I can't. I got one. I can't. <laughs> yeah, but it's like no. Yeah. It's just it's different. <laughs> it's really really different. Um, yeah, like I can't. I can't think of. Mm-mm. And it's like it's not knocking anybody who does or anything. It's just I I cannot. Uh yeah, no. No. <laughs> That's not the one for me. Like, nope, that ain't the one. <laughs> well, I mean, good on them for looking at outlawing it and banning it. Um, Like I said, I didn't know it was a real thing uh, for the longest. I thought people were just being racist when they said that. Yeah. Um, so knowing that it's a, knowing that it's actually a thing and it's being outlawed is like, oh, okay. It's just, that was, that was like an interesting tidbit. Um, but yeah. And the only other thing, too, is that, to be fair, at the same time, the same can be said for those who eat pork. Oh, Um, yeah, for sure. I was gonna, I was, I I wasn't sure if it was gonna be offensive to equate that to, like, us and chitlins, but I was like, I can see it. (laughs) Or just pigs in general. Yeah. So, like, how people have, uh, uh, religious aspects where, like, you can't eat pork. Uh, like it's just very frowned upon and uh, other religions or like other countries don't eat certain animals uh, like ooh, I forgot what population of people that um, cows are sacred India uh, India okay uh, but it's just like yeah it's like um, different countries do different things and to just because it's taboo to me as an American it's very con- it seems like it's a common practice there so it's just kind of like a, oh the same thing can be said for in india they're like you eat cow yeah so it's like yeah but it's just it's still one of those like with that even with that said i'm still just like no i can't eat, <laughs> eat lassie sorry <laughs> i can't it's just ooh, i know no <laughs> No, not for me. And 
like, what you what can you even use like the rest of the dog for? Because I could understand if you're able to use the rest of the portions for something. Mm-hmm. Like when you kill a cow, you can use the hide uh, to make. Uh, you can use that. You can use the cow hides. You can use like mostly about every part of the about every part of the cow. Yeah. Uh, same for uh, same for uh, uh, pigs. Like you can use the different portions of it. Uh, when people do alligators, like it can use different portions of it, including the skin, to make things. Uh, back in the day, when they would kill whales, like they used the entire thing, and where some, and to this day, uh, different um, uh, indigenous people, like in Alaska and things like that, uh, if they still do the practices within their culture, they still use the whole parts of the whale. Yeah. So I just don't understand, like what part of the dog you can use other than its feet. Um, I'm assuming you can use its fur for something? If it's a long hair? A longer hair dog? Be out here like Corella. (laughs) (laughs) Basically. (laughs) Which, come to think of it, I don't see how she was able to make a whole coat from the dogs, because Dalmatians are not fluffy. They're not floofy. They're lean. So, um, yeah. She has 99 of them. (laughs) And yes, I'm poking holes in the in a Disney. Wait, was it was it Disney first or was it a, a Grimm's type of fairy tale? I think it was Disney first. Okay, but yes, I realize I'm poking holes in logic into a Disney movie, and I know it's Disney, but it still doesn't make sense. But um, I yeah, yeah I guess if for the long longer haired and fluffy fluffy. Uh, dogs, maybe you could use their fur for something. Um, I don't know what you use their hide for. Uh, I can't, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. No clue. Uh, yeah, no. <laughs> I just, yeah, like I said, I, I don't see it where we would, how. Yeah, no. No. But, uh, alright. And the last thing on the roundup, um, Will Smith's memoir is coming out eventually. Uh, date TBD. Um, but there were a couple things he clued us in to, uh, on like, in his interview with uh, GQ Magazine. Couple things, the couple of things he talked about. Uh, one, him not taking part in any uh, any type of slave or oppressive uh, oppression movie, uh, which um, his reasoning was basically that he he actually it was actually I say this in the best way it was actually a pretty millennial reason. He was basically like I don't want to. I don't want to contribute to the trauma porn. Uh, it's not that I don't get it. I get it. But it's not something I want to portray as suffering. I'd rather portray as like in science fiction or just winning generally or just like regular shit. Um, so I didn't want to, I didn't want to take part in further pushing out pain. Um, which I feel like a lot of millennials and Gen Zers kind of feel like at this point. Like, it's not that we don't understand it, 
but after you watch so much of it it's just like uh, we get it we we get it we get it we get it and we're not saying this to skip the lesson we we just get it it's a lot it's too much um but unfortunately again uh with hollywood that's the only thing that seems to like win you grammys or not grammys uh oscars um are the suffering movies but uh that's a, another discussion but um i thought that part was interesting uh so before i get into the juicier part um <laughs> uh any thoughts on that? Love that that's a shift uh, in Hollywood, period. And that him as, like I said, it's a more millennial way of thinking, but like them as an older generation are conscious of it and not wanting to partake in that because one, as a people, we see it going on. So not even just, it goes past like the whole age gap millennial thing. Uh, but it just shows, like, as a whole, and as people kind of sick of watching it, <laughs> like, you don't want to see that over and over again. Because uh, it is just, it becomes torture porn, it becomes harmful, it's just like, you can't, it shows that we can't win awards or, like, be valid in certain things unless you're playing a slave, unless you're getting beat across your back, unless you're playing somebody that's murdered, like, and it's just, it's good and refreshing to see, like, somebody of his caliber stand up and be like, hey, yeah, no, I'm not going to be a part of that anymore. And it sucks that, it's good that he's doing that just because it sets the tone for people after him. Because it'll make it okay for people who are, like, starting out to come and be like, no, I'm not going to do rules. I'm not going to accept rules like that. Because the more people don't allow it the less that they'll actually stop writing roles like that and just write regular things. Because when you go to the movie theater, uh, you can see 20 movies with um, casts that are not black or not people of color, not Asian, not Hispanic, uh, that are depicting them in a much happier light. But then we'll get a movie and it's like, oh, 12 Years a Slave. Like, even though good movies, like, but subject matter eh. come on now <laughs> like um what is it like if we okay perfect example when i don't remember the name of the movie but when they were talking about the movie about um when uh women got the right to vote in the 1920s uh, and of course just about white women getting the right to vote because blacks still did not have that right but it's going to be a different outcome than uh, you're not going to get the same type of scenes as when you show a movie about civil rights and you're watching. Mm -hmm. So you're seeing women be oppressed verbally versus a whole a whole group of people like attacked with dogs and yeah. uh, shown like beaten in the streets and shown lynched and things like that. So it's like, yeah, no, like that's not the same type of thing. Uh, so that for us, but you conditioned uh, a whole generation, like more than one generation, generations of people to be okay with just seeing that. And at this point in time, we're all like, no, we don't want to see that anymore. Uh, so like when Will Smith is speaking, I'm being like, no, just fitting that. It just opens the door for more people, more and more. Because mm -hmm. there are some celebrities that say it. Uh, and so it's just kind of like a good that's another one so that way it can add to the list and then more directors more writers more producers uh more casting directors can take notice and just be like 
oh, so they're not going to do this anymore. They're not going to stand for it. So we have to write roles of substance for right. people of color now. Okay. <laughs> Wait. Which isn't to say the struggle movies, as I call them, uh, isn't to say they weren't substantive because the ones that the ones that won the Oscars definitely deserved it. Um, we just got sick of seeing it. But just like you said with the movie about the suffrage, um, I was trying to think of a civil rights movie that hit the box office, made a lot of money, and was at least nominated for an Oscar. And the only ones I could think of were where the main characters died. What up, John John? Uh, so, because I was like, Martin Luther King, nope, he was assassinated. Uh, Malcolm was assassinated. Uh, Judas and the Black Messiah, Ch- Chairman Fred Hampton was assassinated. Got, okay, so yeah. And even the, the snitch, um, Bill, shoot, I forgot his name. But um, the the other guy, the Judas of the Judas and Black Messiah, um, the the one Lakeith Stanfield played. Uh, even he had a tragic ending. Uh, pretty tragic ending. So it's just like it it just was shown off screen. So, just like, yeah. Um, definitely kudos to Will for standing up and saying that because it we didn't really notice he was he wasn't in those movies until he said like you know I wasn't in those movies right. It's like oh yeah you weren't. <laughs> he gave his reason why. I was like, I understand. And he, he was actually Mr. Box Office for the longest, uh, late 90s into the 2010s. Um, so it wasn't that he wasn't successful because he turned those down those roles. Uh, he actually like made more success off of the science fiction side. Um, even though I will say like uh, his last work was interesting. I, st- I haven't seen it. I'm just going off the reviews. Um, Gemini. Gemini Man. Oh, I yeah, I didn't watch it. I'm going off the reviews, and the reviews say interesting. Um, <laughs> and that's about the best we could say. Uh, so it was, yeah. Um, like I said, kudos to him. And Lupita Nyong'o kind of said something similar, even though she did play in Twelve Years a Slave. She was like, "Yeah, but that's not the only thing I want to do. Like, why do I have to?" why do I have to play this in order to get the role um, in us or get the, yeah, in us or get the role in uh, Black Panther? Like I have to like, I, I, I don't want to be typecast. I don't want to be like, or what you expect me to play. I don't want to play all the time. Um, so yeah, definitely a conversation that's been bubbling up. Um, don't know if it'll be a larger conversation about it, but we'll see. Uh, but, um, the second part of his GQ interview that picked up in the headlines was that, um, there is a little blip about he and Jada Pinkett Smith, um, basically agreeing to be non-monogamous. Um, like, it was a lot of things. So, uh, basically what happened was that um the backstory was that they were kind of struggling in their marriage well they were struggling not kind of they they were struggling they were struggling in their marriage and it all kind of um it, it all kind of like blew up at her 40th birthday party uh he did this big party he went back researched her researched her genetic line and like did this thing where he traced her ancestry and like showed that as a presentation um, it was, 
and they were in Mexico, I believe. And it was like a big event for her, her family, the fa the family, and everything like that. They got back to the room, to their room. Um, she was really quiet, and she basically said that shit was the biggest presentation of your ego that I've ever seen. Um, and that was a real break for them. They and they kind of got into it, and like that was a real that like that was the catalyst of their relationship kind of going south so to salvage it um they were like they basically were like well maybe we can try non-monogamy um we are still technically married we're just gonna be separating not be monogamous to each other um and so people there were people on both sides of it. It was like, well, y'all worked through it, I guess. And then there were other people who were like, well, shit, y'all should have broken up back then. Um, and, and instead of trying to work on a bad marriage. Um, also, J.D., you're 8-bit again. Uh, but it was, um, it, it was just, it was just interesting. Um, as someone who identifies as monogamous, um, and jokes as a serial jokes that they're a serial monogamous. I don't think I don't think I actually am, but definitely I do identify as monogamous. Um, it kind of like it, it was kind of interesting to me because I was like, I think it can be fluid depending on your circumstances. Like it's not a black and white thing for everybody. Now would I be open to that? Probably not. Um, but I don't know how it would be in twenty something years. So or twenty something years of marriage. So there's also that. Um, so, yeah, and I know Will and Jada's marriage has been, like, speculated, uh, like, you know, 10 ways to Sunday up until last year. Yeah, it was last year. Last year with August Alcina coming out and saying, yeah, yeah, we, we actually did, you know, we were together. Um, so I know there was, like, a lot of speculation up until then and still, like, a little more speculating after that because they were like, well... Did, did Will have anybody? <laughs> um, so, yeah. And, of course, the internet is speculating again. So, um, yeah. Overall, just really interesting. But what are your thoughts? Because I rambled. <laughs> as far as everybody, everybody should know at this point that I'm non-monogamous. Um, ethical non-monogamous. Uh, so, for me, seeing them, anytime they speak on this, I love it just because it opens up a conversation more because people treat it, they still treat this as a very taboo topic when there are lots of people who practice ethical non-monogamy. Um, and like me specifically, I don't truly believe that people should open things up uh, to fix a marriage. I mean, it can happen, but me personally, I'm like, I don't think that that should be your reasoning to start doing that, but it works for them. So like, Hey, different folks, different strokes. It works for you. You love it. Like you love it. I love it. Cool. Um, but yes, like I, and I enjoy that they speak about it more. And when you brought up the point of like, Hey, does will, because they, uh, it was like a hush hush secret, but not really a secret within Hollywood about their like open marriage. Mm -hmm. But then also nobody ever said anything because they have most people in non monogamy they're gonna like show off their partners, you'll know. But they also are in a 
very uh, different circumstance because they are celebrities. So sometimes too, it's like they want that that bit of privacy within their lives because it is their lives. So whoever they're with, like no matter what, a lot of celebrities, period, even if they're monogamous, keep their uh, personal lives separate. It, like they won't even tell people who they're dating, like in the public eye, just because that is their thing. So I can get that on that end because Will did make a statement about like, well, I could like he could speak for him, but he can't speak on these other women because that's their business, which you can respect because like good like you're acknowledging that like no there are women but that is their business if they do not wish to be like in the eye in that way he's respecting that which is really big and good uh, <laughs> like we never knew we would have never known about Akasalcina until he said something because Jada wasn't like going out in the streets and saying like hey y'all so I'm dating Akasalcina <laughs> like no well, there, there was that one picture of them at on the red carpet um that got turned into a meme. You know the one I'm talking about? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Where they were together and Queen Latifah was in the back saying, all right, girl, go get it. Um, but outside of that, yeah, like, she never, like, publicly spoke on it or anything. Yeah. It's like, which is, like, their thing. And if people would just, like, not make a big, a big a deal of it, because it's really, it's really not. Um, and there's so many different yeah, and Red Table Talk definitely opened up a lot of doors on that because they spoke it more. Did. And and that's actually kind of funny too because even with that Red Table Talk and Willow talking about her experiences uh, within Black people of color, uh, like within the group that I'm in, uh, within that, because I'm not going to speak for all Black and people of color, but I'm just going to say within a, a certain group that I'm in, and we had discussions on that. It was kind of like a uh, like it was okay <laughs> um that's just a very different experience uh just because she's navigating it differently because uh the girl uh, the girl that I was talking to it was more of a uh, and there's again nothing wrong with interracial relationships but it's a different experience especially with monogamy. if you're uh even within a interracial couple like that's still a different a completely different experience. You would think like, oh no, it's all the same. Like, no, it's, it's not. not. It's not. It's, it's really not. not. <laughs> hey, it's <cat>. not. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's like it's just opened up so much more for people to talk about, and a they can like I want them to not talk about it so that way like they can just have their own personal business and like live their lives. But also, I'm still like, yeah, talk about it because it makes it more normal. Like. Because it is, like, people are living their lives like this. It's, it's okay. Uh, yeah, like, they function. And sometimes, and not monogamy is not for everybody. Just, like, monogamy isn't for everybody. It's a very situational thing. It's a, it's a personal thing. It's something that, one, is not easy. Uh, and takes communication, like, two much <laughs> um so yes like so for them to even be that open and share the hard times that's major because i tell y'all like the good stuff about it um but then like even with me i keep certain things between me and my partners just because i'm like 
no, like that's too too personal. Like, hey, I I can tell some business, but y'all can't be in my business. Exactly. <laughs> um, like, but more than happy to share certain things and like tell you like certain like the good aspects, but like when it comes to actual personal information about it, like, nah. <laughs> Um, so it's like somebody has to talk. So I guess we're just living through them. But yeah, yeah, it's a, um, it's a definitely a subject that's gone around uh, the polyamorous communities. That's I've seen this like as soon as that article came out, I saw it posted like in multiple groups I'm in, uh, and everybody was talking about it. So yeah, yeah. Um, I didn't think of it that way. They really are kind of the mouthpiece i mean not not on purpose and it's not they that, that they volunteered for it per se but they kind of really did turn into the mouthpiece at least for for black people for minorities who are um who are what do i say who are living uh non-monogamously uh because we we got used to the dynamic monogamy even if you hate it even if you hate that person uh that's what we grew up with um so it is diff it's really different to see um a black couple like kind of living their truth about being open and being and being non-monogamous um and i don't think they planned for that i think it just happened that way um I did not expect to know so much about their marriage. Uh, in fairness, last year when August came out and said it, it was the middle of the pandemic and we had nothing else better to do. Um, so yeah. it was like, yes, tell us everything. Now now we have questions. So, I mean, people, like I said, people have been speculating on them and they, they basically, they basically were like, look, we, op we gonna stick together we're more than likely open and that's all you're gonna get up until last year um when things came out so but also like big ups to will for like um because and maybe you can like touch on this more i feel like uh at least when it comes to monogamy and you know somebody steps out on somebody there's like that level of embarrassment and disrespect that the person who got cheated on feels um so like say like even if you're in a non-monogamous non relationship ethical non-monogamous relationship you may not still want that in the press or still really want that out in the open um that your partner is with somebody else and y'all may not be on the best of terms but y'all still together so um i don't know if like it's the same kind of feeling of like if that were to happen if you know the person who may not be with somebody at that time felt like disrespected or like um embarrassed if it came out um like you would in a regular monogamous relationship uh so i'm not sure if that would be the case but so uh big ups to will for like you know more likely he did his business because you know he wouldn't i doubt will was just gonna sit at home toilet his thumbs but um <laughs> Yeah, big ups to him for like not not being messy's not the right word. Uh sloppy. Yeah. Sloppy's the word that I'm trying to think of. Like big ups to him for not being sloppy with it though. Yeah. Uh and yes, it definitely is the same whether you're monogamous or non monogamous. 
that like when people are sloppy and doing certain things, uh, especially in non-monogamy, if it's not within the perimeters of what you agreed in your boundaries, uh, yes, then then it's like a big slap in your face. Like, don't have me out here looking dumb. Because <laughs> it's still no matter what. Because, um, see, and I can only give like my own examples. Like, uh, my partner has another partner. Uh, so that would be my metamor, uh, your partner's partner. But like, say he was being shady and like uh, seeing somebody else, but didn't say anything. Mm. That's cheating. So then, then, then it becomes like a oh, now you got me out here looking stupid. We got both of us out here looking stupid. I'm doing something shady. Like, no. So, like, it's like, that's when it's like, mm. so it's still like, even, and some people think like, oh, like, you can do whatever you want. No. <laughs> you can't. Like, no. You, you definitely can't. Cause I don't play that. Um, but yeah, it's like, everybody's different. And there are so many different, uh, there are so so many different uh, ways of which you can have uh, non-monogamous relationships. So it's just like maybe they're just open to where uh, you're able to just have sexual relationships with people where they're or you're um, just polyamorous to where you have in-depth emotional connections. Uh, well, this and that's different interpretations too with different people. It's like that's my interpretation that you have like a more emotional connection. A more loving emotional connection with somebody else. Uh, some people even like include people that are just like strictly platonic, but past that level of friend, mm-hmm. but still platonic within their partners. Uh, so like, it's just so many different ones. But again, you set the tone for your relationship. You set the rules. You set the guidelines and boundaries. And uh, if people don't fall in line with that then yes it's this is still the same exact problem because uh jada hasn't been out in these streets being messy will hasn't been out in these streets being messy so obviously they've had that conversation so they they know how to navigate that for them because <laughs> uh, i feel like i personally think that like august wasn't supposed to say anything no his mouth but it was just yeah. like yeah well that's why you're not around <laughs> <laughs> You see what you did? <laughs> you messed up your own thing. Yeah. <laughs> like, it's just stuff like that. But, yeah, it's like, it's, again, like, I like that it's becoming such a, they, like, they might not want to be the mouthpiece for it, but they did become it. And the only other examples that, like, pop culture reference uh, examples we've ever had would be, like, you have more. Does it and count? It's not like a <laughs> good representation. I was like, does um, does he even count though? No, no disrespect because he's dead. But them. yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, because he dated all of them. They oh, and uh, dating's like a loose sense of the term, but yeah, yeah. And like he had, he was like, and he like one he married and had right. other girlfriends. Um, and actually. I wouldn't say loose because he was like because he did that when he was young as well. Yeah. So that's, that was just a him thing. Um, he was just very. Uh, yeah. <laughs> it's again that would not be my first or last uh, uh, best example, 
but it's a example just like uh it's i feel like it's the stereotypical example of what guys don't slander me but what guys <laughs> typically think of when they think like open relationship or polyamory is just like a whole bunch of women just live, loving on me and they cool with it yeah yeah like they think it was like a sister wife situation yeah like, not all the time <laughs> like for them like that's that's a very specific type uh and there's nothing wrong with it but like again that's for them like that show sister wives that's for them there's another one with the black couple that does sis- that's uh, basically sister wives like and that's for them but you never see representation like will and jade is where they're a married couple and then they have other partners it's where it's all you always see a man with multiple women you never get to see a couple and then other people within that to make up their polycule yeah uh so it's just like it's kind of cool to see it's like thanks y'all representation but yeah but yeah like it's just it's interesting to watch and it's like it's very cool just on a personal level like yeah yeah hey what's up frog um yeah like i said i was like it was just um yeah it's it's definitely new to me um because all i had to go off on was like you said sister wives because that's all they kind of push out as what was the definition what was acceptable um it was interesting to see like when when that first came out of like you know will and jada possibly being open um a lot of the black community was like no never it's an it's an embarrassment that's not we don't do that <laughs> um but we're talking like it's got it's gotten more accepted it's like yeah do you think as long as y'all happy whatever um which is kind of like i like i mean there's still people who like are basically like in it for the mess or like trying to um say like no they're actually in a bad marriage they should have like divorced or whatever they should have separated but i feel like i feel like a lot of people are just like do you be happy you know, as long as as long as y'all y'all are good, y'all are happy with your decisions. Sometimes uh, not even about ending the marriage. Like maybe they were just going through that rough spot, mm-hmm. and like that doesn't automatically. People think like sometimes when things are tough, get a divorce. It's like no. Sometimes if you're able to work through it, or you grow as a person, and you realize, uh, sometimes that like if that is what you wanted before the marriage but because society has made it to where it was like you can't do that so it's like okay well i love you so we're gonna get married and we're gonna do this how the way society says i should do it even though i may think the other way and like this is what i actually want to do so as you grow with each other and if they're comfortable enough with that they're like well actually maybe we'll just do what we want to do because we don't have to do what they say we have to do. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so it's just like, it could have been one of those situations. It's like, Oh, like, cause she said that at her wedding that she cried at her wedding because yeah, like, she did say that she didn't want like that whole big wedding and things like that. Like that wasn't her. She didn't want that at all. So it's like, and she cried. So it's like, Oh, and I like, and it's good that he finally, um, came out and said something because she's gotten so much flack for it over the yeah. years. Uh, 
and they've all just been like Jada, Jada, Jada. But it's like, no, like there's two of them in a relationship. Right. And, Especially after last year, because it was like all on Jada. Because August was her partner at the time. Um, even though August opened his mouth when he probably shouldn't have. But August was her partner at the time, so it fell on Jada. And Jada was out here looking like, like, just, yeah, a lot of people were looking at Jada as like, with the side eye. Um, but, yeah, like you said, like, it's good that he stepped up and said something because he was like, no, I, I did the same thing, actually. <laughs> Mm-hmm. My people just didn't say anything. <laughs> yeah. But most of the time, women know how to just... If they don't want to... A lot of people in Hollywood don't talk about it or say maybe they're not even famous and they yeah. don't want that on them. So it's just like, I would like my private like private, thank you very much. And they keep it to themselves. So it's like, yeah, like I don't talk about this at work because I know the people I work with. So I'm like, yeah, nah. As far as I know, I, I date one person. That's all they know. So if I just say, so if I generally say my boyfriend, I could be talking about something completely different. Uh, <laughs> I'm just like I put, oh, I went out and did whatever with my boyfriend, but I could literally be talking about somebody else and not. So, but they just all think it's the one person, so, right? Yeah, sure. It's like, yeah, nope, yep, he counts, yep. <laughs> Even a meme that's so funny, it's like, oh, uh, when you're telling your coworker a story about your partner, but you have to remember which one, <laughs> which one that you even told them that you were in. It's like, yeah, it'd be like that, like, dang. Like, like if it's, especially if it's new, it'd be like, whose name did I tell you? Oh, my gosh. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. It's like, yeah. <laughs> Just don't be. Uh, Will has... Will and Jada weren't sloppy in these streets. They were doing it right, which is the way that you should. Um, yeah, definitely. And if anybody's thinking about non-monogamy, like, do your research. Don't just hop on in, like. No, don't hop on in. <laughs> like, do your research and figure out what works for you. Yeah. Because, <laughs> yeah. And it's not for the faint part. It is not. It's not. <laughs> It is okay, not. And that's, yeah, and like, and that's perfectly fine. Like, nobody's pushing anybody to do anything. A lot of people are like, oh, men like to push. It's like, no, men who just like, uh, who want to get away with cheating and want to just have multiple women in their lives. Yeah. Yes, they push. They, they, they push. Like hunters. Yes. I was like, but other ones, like, no, like, uh, who is it? Uh, D Del Ray D-Ray D-Ray McKesson? Uh, comedian. Oh, nope. That was talking about the activist. Uh, uh, D-Ray somebody. I know who you're talking about. Yeah, he was on Wild and that and stuff like that. Yeah. And, uh, had a show on BT and all that. But yeah, like, he's always, he said, like, since he was a teenager, he's like, I've always had multiple girlfriends. And they've always oh. known. He's like, it's just been something that he's always done. So, he, so to him, it was just like, this is normal. Some people are like, you have multiple girlfriends. And he's like, yeah. They know each other. We're all good with each other. Like, this is normal. Like, So when it's normal to you, it's just kind of like when people are thrown off by it, it's always like, 
okay, this, this is pretty normal to me. But, and you kind of forget, like, oh, yeah, it's not normal to everybody else. Like, no, it's like still, nerd culture. Still it's like a fairly new concept. To, yeah. But, like, it's the same, like, with nerd culture. Like, we can all talk about nerd stuff together, and it's, yeah. like, normal. But then when you go, when you talk to somebody else, and they have no clue, and it's like, Oh yeah. oh yeah you don't watch it never mind oh yeah so it's like oh like get that realization like oh yeah like, <laughs> <laughs> so like, it's the same <laughs> so i guess in the same vein like what nick cannon's doing isn't like just him being hedonistic yeah. or him being the well, devil yeah like that's literally what he's saying like I, and i like what he said when he was like um i'm not like these women don't serve me i'm not whatever he's like he has the means to take care of all these children he has relationships with all their mothers and like good uh, good standing relationships with them um i'm pretty sure it looks like they all know what's up when they get into it with him of what that uh dynamic would be because some of them it seems like he just wants to co-parent and which that's a thing too and sometimes you just want to co-parent with somebody yeah sometimes you want to be with that person but it seems like he's very open with each person each woman that he's been with uh so i'm like yeah i'm like and that's just like a whole i don't even know what he's doing but it looks i was like he has it looks like he's non-monogamous to me outside looking in without him he's never said it so i can't say like oh yeah like yes yeah, what he's doing but like he actually it did say it seems well like it to me he said he didn't believe in monogamy and his reason being was okay. because it was a european concept and he rejected that um yeah. it was a european concept brought over for when we were slaves but um yeah he did say that in his interview um so yeah so i was i guess i was just trying to figure out why y'all mad at him though he said he it he was kind of straight up with it he wasn't hiding anything it's a foreign concept and they're just like you're having all these babies by all these women and you're not with the mothers and he's like yeah okay because again to him it's just when it's like normal to you it's just normal so it's yeah like, it's, it's no other extra conversation and then you always have to remember like oh it's like weird to you i forgot <laughs> um and again like okay he, he has the means to take that man is rich rich he is rich rich rich, rich. he yeah. um he's more rich rich than we give him credit for he actually looks out for a lot of people that i was like oh you you are in there. Yes, he is. Like, he is very smart with his money. Uh, so he has the means to take care of all his children. And what's the difference between him and future? Other than he's up front. And he is truthful and he's living in his truth and not fooling people. Right. What's the difference? Touche. To that they point, both got a whole bunch of baby mamas. Right to that point, guys. Um, if you're gonna do it, just be upfront. <laughs> is what we're saying. Basically, like they, it's like a cultural thing too, where it's just like they don't want you to be non-monogamous. Like, no, church says this wrong, this, that, and the other, and like. <sighs> so, um, so would you rather people not live in their truth than just cheat all the time? they're not happy or they're not getting like what they need or <laughs> I, I, I or would you like people to just be truthful and be like hey I need this but I don't believe that I can get this from you 
Mm-hmm. And I can I can obtain that from somebody else, but that doesn't take away from what I feel for you. It's a simple conversation, and then they're just like, nope, can't do that. Right. Like, I'll be damned if I'll be unfulfilled. Right. It's just, yeah, it's a funny, like, that could be a whole thing to a whole conversation, obviously. A whole thing. Yeah, talk about it. They give, it's like, sometimes people give uh, false information or they don't present it as a, this is how I'm set up, how my dynamic is, mm-hmm. versus they'll just make it a blanket statement. It's like, no, 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 don't do that, don't do that either. <laughs> but yeah. Now better stop me because you know good. Well, I will talk about that. Tuesday. <laughs> like I said, it's my, it's my favorite. It's one of my favorite subjects to talk about. So it's like, yeah. Yeah, and it's like you hit it for so long and I, I wouldn't talk about it forever and then now I'm like oh I'm grown grown I don't care <laughs> um so like anybody can know I don't care I'm like that is my truth I respect but, you yeah. <laughs> um bitch you could talk about this for a minute so uh you got anything else before we wrap up no, well, you did thing. Good job. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, for those of y'all who hung in with us, thank you um, for for bearing with us through the technical difficulties. I'm pretty sure that won't happen again since I made that change. Um, yeah, so that shouldn't happen again. Um, and. Just remember, you can catch this and our previous episodes on all, uh, all popular podcasting outlets. So Google, Spotify, Apple, uh, Stitcher, um, and TuneIn. I put us on TuneIn. Um, so, uh, oh, schedule. Yeah, 